Hello everyone and welcome to the 195th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may, uh, mm, you may not know me better as Beachel Hudson. You may just know me as Benedict now. A a deep cut. (laughs) (laughs) Profound conclusion to the saga. God, Um, we haven't, we haven't even talked about that off pod yet. Yeah, no, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild few, few days since we've talked. So yeah, we got to. Gotta mm-hmm. catch up in some ways, but uh, here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and as his very delightfully colorful shirt says, IT Wizard. What can I say? <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> You're looking... God, what a... The least cool introduction <laughs> possible. You're looking very swagged out this morning. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're out here just... I did just come from an eight-hour shift being... As you very well put it, a Wi-Fi wizard. Let's go. Um, and you're also, I do believe, chronically ill. So <laughs> chronically insane. Yeah, <laughs> I've been vomiting on and off. So don't know how yeah, well that goes. It's been, it's been a wild few days. I won't lie. We <laughs> had a had a frisbee tournament that lasted for a long part of the, the Saturday. After that, I got very ill. Mm. Didn't go outside for two days because I had like a very high fever. Then today I was like, oh, shit, I got an eight-hour shift. I must go. I go in. I deal with some, let's just say, very strange individuals um, who needed some Wi-Fi help. And now I come back, and now it's time for the best damn part of the week. Let's go. This will cure any stomach flu and or, mm. I don't know, gonorrhea that you may Truly. have. I don't know if gonorrhea yeah. makes you do any of those things, but... Um, <laughs> uh, just so you know, I've never had gonorrhea. Just disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that uh, significant vomiting is a main symptom. Um, but <laughs> totally I've never experienced that. But yeah, well, hey, we made it. We made it to the podcast. We're um, back, and you're and you're you're back in in the the land of the studious. I'm, I am, <laughs> as Ireland is often referred to on a global scale. <laughs> I am back in the uh, the Irish land. It's been a lovely couple of days. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, Kind of, I don't know, a lot going on the past couple of days. Like, I guess I got used to over the summer for, like, three months just, like, you know, having family who will, like, cook dinner for you and do shopping for you and stuff, and then suddenly I have to do everything yeah. again. And Exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a dramatic kind of shift. Bit of an old shifteroo. Uh, today, I thought we'd do a classic mini-reviews episode. Ooh. We're going to be... There are time codes down <laughs> you below. You do things to me, sir. <laughs> We're going to be talking... We're going to be talking to each other about Ooh. Talk To Me. <laughs> ah. Ah. Thank nice. you. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Very um, good. We're going to be discussing other things. We might have a Forrest Gump debate I have here in my notes. Um, yeah. yeah I, saw I saw that you had a bit of an L take, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll move past it. God, what a weird thing to debate. Uh, so are your Forrest Gump letterbox review? Kind of an L take. <laughs> your, your letterbox review of uh, The Forrest Gump? <laughs> Not on it right now. Bit sir. of a Jenny moment from you, if I'm honest. <laughs> and uh, I also saw Blue Beetle, so we'll talk about that and other things and more. So, many things to discuss. Um, we could jump into it. I will say just off the top, as some of you might know, BHL Hudson recently retired YouTube channel. Um, yeah, yeah. I would like to say, first of all, just thank you for all the lovely uh, comments. There were borderline too many to get through, but uh, I did my best. And <laughs> Thank you for all the lovely comments. I read none of them. <laughs> yeah, I skimmed. Um, but <laughs> people yeah, also sent nice messages, and there were nice comments on the post and the video. So 
to whoever left a nice comment, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. It was very wholesome. I realize I'm a little low energy right now myself, so it's not really coming across, but I did have a very delightful time. One of my friends said that some of the comments brought them to tears. Um, so, Ooh. you know, you have a way with words. Genuinely, there were some really, really nice ones, especially the ones that were like, oh, you know, you helped me get into my passion for film, and now I'm doing this in film and whatnot. And so another nice one was like, oh, your stuff has like, always been like a nice comfort YouTube channel, which I never really like mm-hmm. thought of, but that's quite a big compliment. So anyway, just want to thank you. Just want to say thank you to everyone. It's been an yeah. incredible I mean, I will, I will say, I will say on the air, <laughs> on the record here, uh, it's a terrible YouTube channel. No, I will say... Uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I totally understand why you why you have uh, stopped with everything being busy and different different focuses and stuff. But I will say, it was a bloody good YouTube channel. <gasps> my guy, he, he he did things like my friend uh, who you met, Ronan. Mm. He did. He just told me the other day, which I guess kind of took me off guard, but also kind of cool. He was like, "Yeah, I just spent the entire afternoon watching his MCU chronology video." <laughs> no way! <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, thoughts?" He was like, "It was actually really, really good." What so an you know, absolute king. Ah, well, so you know, it was you know, <laughs> if that if that doesn't show it was great content, I don't know what will. <laughs> that counts for a lot. Ronan was already just a, a super cool guy when I met him, but now he's he some could say a G. Um, <laughs> he's leveled up to G status, <laughs> but it was a was a was a a very a great end to the thing. So again, just like thank you everyone, really means a lot. Um, yeah, thank you everyone. Also, mm. in regards, people were asking in regards to the podcast, what will be happening? Um, I mean, there are you know we are currently doing it right now. There may or may not <laughs> be certain conversations that some of us may have off air in regards to uh-huh, certain uh-huh. things. Which again, we haven't mm-hmm. even spoken in the past <laughs> few days, so you know, this is this is a bit of a shell shock to me. <laughs> yeah, so let's not have that conversation like right here for the first time. But um, we shall see. We shall see. But anyway, enough worries about that. Who cares about the imminent doom of this show <laughs> and, or, and or anything like that? Um, yeah, let's talk movies, shall we? <laughs> God, what an ominous overall tone. <laughs> Such a terrible way to start a podcast. Will we be around much longer? Who knows? <laughs> Will this show, this undiably lovable show, continue? Probably not. <laughs> Let's get into the mini reviews. Um, <laughs> shall we start off? Do we start off fiery with the gump to kind of get us in the in the mood? Ooh. Or um, Ooh. okay, okay. Well, why not? All right. Well, we'll start with the gump. Um, I watched Forrest start Gump. With the gump. <laughs> Was this the first time you watched it? Surely not. It was the first time I'd watched it in full. It was a the Lion King situation where, like, I know all the stuff. I've seen bits of it throughout my life, but, like, I've never actually sat down and just mm. watched it start to finish. Um, and it was on my egregious movies list, which is, like, the movies that are really weird that I haven't seen yet. Um, uh-huh. And it was good. I, I think you're going to spin a narrative here that I didn't really enjoy it. And I did quite enjoy it. I gave it a little three and a half. I thought it was... It was a great Hank's You hated it, didn't you? <laughs> I thought it was, uh, you know, funny at times. It was, it was very much like a movie movie, you know what I mean? It's like a quinti- uh-huh. the quintessential movie. And it was well mm-hmm. done generally. I just thought it was a little long and... I can, I can agree with the long bit. Perhaps, I do, like, especially towards the end, it does get a little drawn out. That is, I dare say, the only negative. Just a tad. And it does, I, I think it... 
it doesn't go down too sweet, but it kind of, you know, it's a cheesy movie, which is fine. It's Forrest Gump. Couple moments, it's like it kind of lays it on a little heavy, even for me, who's a cheese man. And also, there were just one or two moments that were like really, I feel, borderline unforgivably bad, such as the um, the like CGI of the old, like the the real footage of like Kennedy and fucking uh, John Lennon or whatever. Which apparently, I guess that was like revolutionary CGI at the time or something. But it's like some of the worst looking <laughs> stuff I've ever seen in any movie. What? So but you're, you're you're forgetting this movie's like thirty years old. I guess, but even so, I mean, because it's such a point of it. Like they do it so many times. And again, I feel like I've heard people say like, "Wow, that was I couldn't believe they got John Lennon to." And it's like, my guy, this looks like <laughs> can't believe they from... brought John Lennon back from the dead just to do this movie. <laughs> yeah, and also the little bit when John Lennon's like they're doing, you know, I, I get the whole thing. Forrest Gump inspired everything in America, but then it's like. He comes up with the Beatles songs and all this. I don't know. In general, though, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. And also, the CGI mm. on Lieutenant Dan's legs was actually very impressive. So, fair play. So, defend your gump. Well, <laughs> defend your gump sounds like... I don't know what it sounds like, but definitely <laughs> something sexual. I mean, I, I'm just gonna... I'm not gonna defend my gump in a way, because you have not berated it as much as I thought you would. I thought okay. you were gonna come in with more of a mid-take... Okay, okay. Um, and I just like I think it's a great movie, a classic, beautiful performances. Uh, I agree, it can be a little long at times. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just a classic. I think three point five is too low. I would go up to four. Damn, you you raised me a four. Is this possible I raised, bias? I raised you a four because you did dress up as Forrest Gump one time. I actually completely forgot I dressed up as Forrest Gump that one time. You did. I I also didn't get it cuz I hadn't seen the movie and I thought Forrest Gump I know him from like the box of chocolate scene and so I was like why do you have this like long hair and beard and stuff like what the fuck? <laughs> That's not Forrest, Forrest Gump. Where's your chocolate, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but um but fair enough. Yeah, you know, Gump pretty solid of a time, I'd say. All right. Well, I'll 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 move swiftly on mm. and hit you with a cheeky Snatch. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. I didn't. I didn't see this one coming. Yeah, bit of a left field. This one. <laughs> so yeah, watch Snatch. Um, over. So I watched like maybe five sixths of it in one sitting, and then it took like three weeks, and I got back and saw the ending a few days ago. Um, <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> not the best way to watch a movie. I I understand. Um. But honestly, a very, very enjoyable time. It's got uh, some great humor, some very funny characters and moments. Um, Brad Pitt is delightful. I dare say, and this this might be controversial, I don't know what everyone's takes are on, uh, on, on, the, on the lead two guys here, Statham and that one guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Uh, kind of annoying at times a little bit grating i don't know i was like there's like overly mean to each other and like they had like some good banter but at the same time i was like ah this is just a little bit a little bit annoying i would say those two like whenever those two were on screen and it was just the two of them that was definitely the part of the movie or the those parts of the movie that i was bored or like i liked the least everything else was so good brad pitt was great there's also nick miller's dad is in it oh really yeah delightful um, he's, he's actually one of the, my favorites in that movie as well. There's so many, like, different storylines going on at the same time that then, like, kind of culminate at the end. Um, but in a way that is very, very enjoyable. So, I definitely would recommend. I think you, I think you would definitely enjoy it as well. I've, I've seen, Sna- I'm the one who recommended Snatch to you. Oh. 
<laughs> the realization dawns. So, you know, so what do you think of Statham and... Well, that's the thing. I was sort of... I did watch it a long time ago, so I don't really remember too many specifics, but I don't remember it being... I thought they were just kind of like another, you know, fun part of the movie. And it surprises me. I guess you must have really not liked them because you love a Statham. You love a Pirates cast member. You know, if they... I mean, I think he's definitely one of the most mid-Pirate cast members in, in the world. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually don't remember who it is. Um, he's, he's the guy in the fourth scrum, I believe. Oh, that guy. Oh, isn't he also... Oh, he's like the guy who's in, you know, like a lot of... He's like one of the that guy actors. Um, yeah, he, he, he is that guy. <laughs> you could say him. Stephen Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, because I recommended to you post The Gentleman, because it's sort of the original mm. Guy Ritchie. And I think maybe he refined his craft a little bit towards The Gentleman. But, I dare say he did. The Gentleman... Um, I like Snatch, but the gentleman is miles better. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would, I prefer the gentleman. But yeah, it's a, it is a definitely a fun movie, especially if you like that kind of, you know, comedic kind of sharp guy, Richie fast edited crime mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. A, a very good time. I might do. Uh, you know what? I'll hit a little little th- three in one kind of quick fire here. Um. I watched Frozen 2, which you've talked about before. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, which you are not a huge fan of. I think it's the definition of a mid-Disney sequel. I dare say I completely agree. If not, maybe I liked it even less. Let's go. Let's go. I, um, Finally, because everyone... Again, I don't know if I've said it on the pod, but everyone in this fucking country keeps <laughs> berating me about how frozen 2 is such a great movie and way better than the original and i'm like bro you have no idea how many like team socials i've been at <laughs> where i've like drunkenly had this debate so many times <laughs> about frozen 2 such a weird debate because it's also such a nothing movie but it's i mean i'll give it like the animation is amazing you know dare i say probably even better than the first film. but that's the thing you kind of ex- like i was like anything i liked in it like there were a couple jokes that made me laugh and it was really beautifully animated i'm like you kind of that's kind of the bare minimum of a Dis- of a Disney movie. Otherwise, yeah, I thought exactly. the story was too muddled and had too much going on and too many like little elements. I thought it was mm-hmm. I don't know, quite extremely predictable, kind of uninspired. Like it, it had too yeah. much going on and it was still quite predictable. Songs just, like, were not weird... nearly as good. Songs were quite forgettable. The I feel like Olaf go- goes from, you know, I mean, you know, good. I saw the first Frozen when I was a kid, so <laughs> obviously it'd be funnier, but Olaf was he goes like, from being the most hilarious fucking thing <laughs> in the world. But he's like, he's a very much like a one joke thing that they keep doing. Oh, it's like Olaf is silly and childish. And then he says something really deep and existential. And it's like, right. Okay, I know. Like, it's just like, you ah, did it 50 I times. I feel like they really overplayed him in, in, in this movie. Yeah. And also then the, um, the whole, I agree with you. Cause you mentioned the Anna Kristoff thing. It's just like, even for this reality and this kids movie thing, it mm. feels forced and not realistic. It's like they don't talk even how animated Disney characters would talk to each other. You know what I mean? For the yeah. sake of comedic <laughs> yeah. hijinks. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't, I didn't like hate it vehemently. It was just like not a lot to hate vehemently. I was just like, ah, this is, yeah, kind of quite mid. Um, <laughs> Certainly very mid. But yeah, the, again, it's, I, I watched it and I was like, ah, oh, this is mid, whatever. But the fact that so many people would like die on the hill, that it's a great movie. That's so surprising. Is what makes me, is what makes me dislike this movie so much. <laughs> I get that, yeah, because I've, I've not encountered that and I would be pissed. Um, then, <laughs> and I would be furious. <laughs> real quick, I don't have a ton to say about it. Or may, mm, mm. Actually, maybe I do a little bit. So actually, you can, you can go. 
because I'm, I'm okay, not actually okay. want to get into this one. Um, well, I think you'll be delighted to know and hear mm-hmm. that I did, in fact, watch In Bruges. I did see this on the letterbox, and I was delighted. Let's go. I've been, Let's go. For those who don't, I've been recommending for a while now, and I'm so happy you, you, so you good. got to it. Well, you're not going up there. You're a pair of fucking elephants. <laughs> a bottle! Honestly, I I think <laughs> my, <laughs> I think my Colin Farrell is actually pretty good. You're, no, that was really good. Actually, that was really good. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, let me. Um, I'm trying to think now. Um, What's a fucking lollipop man doing knowing fucking karate? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was that, more. That, was, that wasn't that's great. That's more of a. Uh, <laughs> Rafe moment. <laughs> well, uh, come on. Rafe, a delightful villain performance. Rafe was very good. Oh, yeah. So, spoilers, I guess, for In Bruges. Um, what'd you think of, uh, of. I saw a cheeky four and a half or there. Four and a half. Uh, honestly, pretty great. The humor, I was laughing out loud many times. Um, it's a. Uh, it's. Uh, and, you know, there's also like. It's well acted in a way, like, you know, where he's like breaks down about the kid. It is like surrounded by like a layer of comedy but at the same time you know there's like some genuine kind of feeling and acting involved in it that's very very good um i love the kind of dynamic the back and forth the the bromance between feral and is it is it gleason it is gleason yes yeah i mean i i, I thought the action when there was action was also very good i love <laughs> i very much enjoyed the the lady who like tried to rob him and then turns out to actually fall in love with him and stuff like that yeah um and and her boyfriend and stuff like that. I, I don't know everything just kind of came together very nicely um and bruce just looks like a delightful place despite all of Farrell's whining <laughs> i'm gonna die in fucking bruges <laughs> <laughs> in fucking bruges <laughs> yeah uh my dad actually went to bruges like uh last year and he said it was wonderful so I really want to go. I might be going for a frisbee tournament there next year. You're literally going to be in Bruges? I'm literally going to be in Bruges. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, you can see why I described it to you at the time as a, like a really just like a straight up good movie, but then also one that you and mm-hmm. I would very much yeah. enjoy. Yeah, because it is a great movie. And that, that is basically the perfect way of describing it. Because it, it's got, you know, it's got some good action, some good acting, emotional moments, everything. Everything that a good movie has. But at the same time, it, it does adhere to, <laughs> to to the ridiculousness of uh, of the humor our that we nuttiness. enjoy. Yes, just feral. <laughs> it does adhere to our nuttiness. <laughs> I do still think the hardest I've laughed in a movie is when because earlier Feral is talking about like if someone comes at you with a bottle. That's you know that's a deadly weapon. And then some woman like comes at him with a bottle and goes a bottle, and he just fucking. <laughs> <in the face. laughs> I laugh so hard. He just fucking decks so her. Uh, and also, yeah, when he karate chops the the dwarf, that was <laughs> yeah. one of the funniest moments. <laughs> karate chop, <laughs> uh, I actually really want to rewatch it now. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, a, a classic movie. Yeah, I'm really glad you watched it. Um, speaking of, eh, not really a classic movie at all, really. But you know, a fine movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I just I have some thoughts. I don't know. Um, I watched The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ooh, that is a bit of a classic movie. It's a great movie. Have you seen Walter Mitty? I have. Oh, you know my boy Walter? Searching I know. for Sean Penn? I, know. I, I do know. Okay, well, I think... I don't know, I was kind of... Searching for Sean Penn. <laughs> I've been really wanting to watch it for a while, because even though I've heard, you know, kind of mixed things, it seems very much like a movie for me, because I love the Stiller. Stiller might be in, like, my top three favorite actors ever. Just, like, a, 
I don't know. Hmm. I just I can't explain. I just love his presence. He's such like a cool, laid back, yeah. fun guy to watch. And I'm a sucker for movies about you know people who are bored with life or don't have much going on or aren't inspired and they find the beauty of life and like it's actually a magical yeah. thing to live and whatever that's like my favorite kind of movie you know what i mean um mm-hmm. and i think like those are the only two reasons i and not the only two but those are the two main reasons that i would say it's a good movie and not a bad movie because i gave it three stars uh-huh. and um i think it's because stiller <laughs> stiller carries heavy um stiller is just such <laughs> I know we're a podcast <laughs> that talks about movies all the time, so I should probably use a more professional term, but I, I'm just going to say, he's a goaded actor. <laughs> he really is. He's just, he's so enjoyable to watch. He's so, I think he might be the most likable actor I've ever seen in a movie. He's just like impossible not to like. Um, mm-hmm. And I, again, like I just, I'm a sucker for that, you know, like life is beautiful kind of premise. Um, and the movie does have like nice moments. I like the whole uh skateboarding through Iceland kind of thing. That was that was cool. And it's a, like a fun premise and all that. It's just, I don't know, the rest of the movie, it didn't do a lot for me. I think it didn't really commit enough to various things. Like, I thought it was going to be more comedic where at the start he has these, you know, daydreams. And it's like, he has one that's really fucking absurd where he's like fantasizing about being in a Benjamin Button situation with Kristen Wiig or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like such, yeah. that's like a Tropic Thunder style joke where like, it's so like kind of weird and out there. And I yeah, thought it'd so be more of that. And it doesn't really go there again. And then, I don't know. And then it gets like kind of, because he has all these ridiculous fantasies and then he like learns, you know, he actually does stuff in life that's amazing. But then like the stuff he does in real life gets like almost as ridiculous as the fantasies, but not in like a fun way. Like when he jumps in the water and the sharks are there and it's sort of, I don't know, it felt like it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of just hard to get into for me. I, I wasn't, uh, I don't know. It was sort of a situation where I wanted to like it more and it kept kind of being like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I can be like, don't like me too much now. Yeah, <laughs> but overall, if you're looking for sort of a fun time, like it's a, it's a fun movie to watch if it like, if you caught it on something, if you like just needed something to watch, mm-hmm. um, I think it's it's solid. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a long time since I watched it, but Memory Service, not my favorite movie, but I just love a good stiller. Mm. Very fair. Mm. All right. I shall move on and hit you with one I don't think you've seen, but I definitely recommend you see. I finished in like a few days the first two seasons and the only season so far of The Bear. Ooh, I've seen the pilot. Um... But pilot is stressful as fuck. That, <laughs> I did we talk about it on here? Because that is literally the only thing I remember. That's why I didn't watch more. Because I was like, that was that was intense. I, I don't want to go back to that kitchen, man. That is, <laughs> that was, that was, I could not breathe because that, that was, was just too much going all the time. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm glad to hear you, say, you felt the same way. No, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think that's the that is obviously the point of it. But like, I was like, yeah, this is. I don't know how nice this is to watch. <laughs> I will say it does scale down a little bit um but it, there's also moments where it vamps it up a little bit right mm. so um but overall it's just it's such a good show some of the food they make delicious and also just the storyline so good and some it's honestly some of the best acting i've ever seen in tv shows it's so so good there's this one um not to spoil too much but there is one episode that's in fact it's one of the shorter episodes i think it's like 20 minutes it's entirely one shot, right? Daredevil style. But it's like so much stuff is going on and like everything that happens in the kitchen, like that must have taken so many different takes to try and get that right. And like, it's, I don't think 
At least I, I don't know, but I don't think it's the case where it's filmed to look like it's one shot. I do think it's just fully filmed in one shot, right? Mm. Um, and it's just insane to watch. And there's also another like scene where he's like at a at a meeting talking about you know everything that's going on in his life, where he sits and like delivers such a powerful performance for like seven minutes straight where he's just talking and like crying and everything like that on one take as well so like it really is like a very 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 good performance but um and there's a few people i really enjoy like in the kitchen there's some i don't like as much but something that in the second season that i very much enjoyed is that there is in fact an extended sequence Mm. of the show that takes part or takes place in copenhagen no they would yes they brought the bear to dk brought the bear to dk and you know who's in dk captain eyebrows aka will polter's <laughs> no in they would never let and him it's in. the most delightful combination <laughs> and it's and it's not you know it's not one of those shows like i can't think of an example but where they like you know say we're going to denmark and then they say like and that's all mm. like, yeah. just gibberish danish right they really like get into like the Danishness of the, the whole place. Right? Like they go through Newhound, they like show how to make tapeyuggers and stuff like that. I'm like, not the tapeyuggers. Tapeyuggers is, is they, dare I say, a goaded food. A, a totally goaded food. And I'm sitting there like, and again, we've talked about this, but like whenever, because to me at least, Denmark's not the most known or like well-represented country around the world, mm. especially like in, in the medias. So whenever you see Denmark and especially Copenhagen like represented in shows like, taking like a major like being a major plot point in in a show as well i'm like god damn i love it that's brilliant this is great yeah um so when when that happened i was just sitting there like getting like all it was for lack of a better word it was it was very hygge i was sitting there like this is great you know that is the best word for that situation um Mm -hmm. yeah i get what you mean because like i think immediately of in the office when they're like look they made a danish promo for our show and it's like gibberish and it's like or like yeah, it's exactly. danish re- read by like an american it's like scroll disband and it's like come on you couldn't have gotten a yeah. fucking the danish guy to do exactly this. um so that's that's cool to hear now i've i really should get back into it because yeah i stopped watching because that first episode i was like oh that was a bit that was a bit much uh, that's because i watched the first episode as well i was like god that was that was intense but then I heard, like, some of my friends have been watching it, and they're like, that's great. And then I just sat down and watched, like, three or four episodes, like, just binged it. And I really got hooked. It's actually so good. The story's great. The food's great. The acting's great. Um, and, yeah, like, sometimes it is super intense. You're just in there like, oh, my God, what the hell? But that does add to it. And at the same time, it's not like that all the time, right? So there are moments where you can kind of, like, let out a let out a breath. Yeah. Well... I you know what that might that might just push me over the edge to to get back to it because I have <laughs> I might just have to <laughs> I have heard really good things and it it wasn't bad you know the first episode mm-hmm. um, but damn go uh, go the bear um, I've got two little ones and then talk to me in Blue Beetle so I mm-hmm. do want to okay I'll I'll do I watch Jojo Rabbit um, okay very good movie yeah uh, I was. It's a weird one, because as I was watching it, I was thinking, like, I like this, don't really love it. And then by the time it ended, I was just kind of like, I don't know, I guess it just, like, hit hit a little something. I was like, ah, I kind of I did love that a little bit. Like, it's not, I don't know. Okay. The weird thing is, I didn't find it that funny. Because it's a Taika, you know what Jojo Rabbit is, it's the Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Taika Waititi Hitler movie. Hitler movie, yeah. 
which is a you know, not a very like delicate way of describing it's quite a, quite a nice story but like because it is very comedic in the Taika Waititi way but I, I don't know a lot of the jokes were kind of like ah they were a little I don't know a little obvious maybe or they they weren't like okay. laugh out loud funny like his other movies my superior intellect spotted them immediately <laughs> no, it did nothing for me <laughs> but weirdly I think it was it worked much better for me as like just kind of like quite a sweet movie and like it's quite a nice story and there there are a couple of emotional beats in there especially one that i won't spoil that's like quite it's it's pretty hard and i don't know okay. yeah just as like sort of a sweet movie it worked better for me than a comedy the comedy didn't really do much for me but i felt like it worked so well in the other way that i was like you know that and the comedy wasn't bad it was just like i don't know for i think it's the his least funny of the films of his that i've seen um but quite good rockwell's in it he gives quite a uh-huh. uh, quite a nutty performance um yeah, good good movie. Um, and then I, I have been meaning to to give it a watch. It's it's good. I, I would recommend. Um, and this morning I did watch Before Midnight, uh, the conclusion of the uh, the Before trilogy that I mm. I am very much enamored the, with. The greatest movie of all time, you mean? Well, my personal favorite, Before Sunset, at the moment at least. Um, there's uh-huh, Before Sunrise, uh-huh. which is amazing, Before Sunset, which is my favorite movie, at least at the moment. And then finally, I I finally saved it up, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. I watched Before Midnight. Very, very good. I'm going to say my least favorite of the three. Um, Ooh, so you're saying disappointing. No, no, not at all. Um, but, I don't know, it did... So it, you're telling me you hated it. <laughs> it did everything, the other films... Not everything, but did, you know, it has very much a similar vibe to the other films. It's, you know, mostly... Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie Delphi, Delphi walking around and talking and, you know, it's it's still got that, like, really, I don't know, human conversations, super well acted, super well written. Um, I don't know, I think it's also, without spoiling, because I can't really say anything that happens in this one without spoiling, like, the other two, but it mm-hmm. has a, you know, a more down vibe to it than the others do which is appropriate for the story for sure and like works and also has a lot of like revealing wholesome insights in it but i guess because i also i am just more of like a you know romantic person who likes the happier Mm -hmm. kind of thing maybe that's why i prefer the other ones but again that's kind of the whole point of the movie is you know an examination of that as a concept um and also i do think because it takes place you know now they're in their 40s and it's sort of more about uh you know (laughs) You know what happens in your 40s. Well, there's more, nothing There's nothing to be happy about. It's more about things that happen in your 40s. And, like, I guess, like, I can't really relate to that as much at this point. Alimony. This point. <laughs> so, I don't know. But overall... Crippling mortgage debt. That's what's still a very beautiful film and a beautiful ending as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, overall, it, does this say, one Does this one also take place, like, over, like... The length of the movie is like no, no, they the plot length. No, that's a, it's slightly more of a like a traditional movie in that sense. But it does ba- it mostly consists of like two major scenes. Um, okay, but it's it's very 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 well done. Um, as mm. the others, dare I say, the goaded trilogy. I think this might be my <laughs> favorite movie trilogy of all time. I see, and this is this like so before midnight. Is that something that's come out pretty recently? That was in 2013, I think, or 2012. 20, what? The thing is, like, I was just, maybe it's this, it's like one of those situations where until you started talking to me about it, I'd never heard of any of these movies before, right? Mm. 
And now that you've told me about them, I hear everyone talking about it. And it's just oh, so weird to me. So let's I, go. I thought it was like maybe something, maybe they just watch BHL. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I mean, um, no one fucking, I go to, I'm in a fucking film class. No one's heard of these movies. I'm like, guys, these are, this is the Kino you guys are looking for. Like no one's, no one's seen. Part, part of the, <laughs> this is definitely not part of the job, as I was about to say, but one of the things I do on the job when we're talking to people that we're helping with our Wi-Fi wizarding, mm. um, like just making small talk, we'll be like, oh, what's, what's your favorite movie, right? It's like, we had like a poll a few days ago. It's like, so La La Land, yes or no? Um, just, you know, asking randos about, about it. And it's just a fun time. So I'll be like talking to people like, so favorite movies. And then multiple people have been like, ah, oh, before, before sunset, before sunrise. Ah, like, how the fuck am I hearing go. all these people they, talk about this movie? They are. But I've never heard of it before, like a few weeks ago. I start a trend. What can I say? Um, <laughs> what can I say? Trend setter. <laughs> but they're, I mean, they are beautiful movies. They are really, really, I don't know. It, it hits something something deep inside you. Look, I'll be perfectly honest, and this is not anything, any statement about your character. I don't know if you would <laughs> like them. <laughs> like, I think you would. It's the greatest movie of all time, and everyone who loves it is a goaded person. <laughs> like it though <laughs> it hits something really deep in like your human soul not really for you yeah. if i'm honest <laughs> you know it's, a, it's something where you appreciate life and see the development <laughs> yeah. i don't think you'd enjoy it at all <laughs> you learn a lot about love you'd hate it <laughs> i think you would like it i think you know what i genuinely my my prediction is i think you'll like it i think you'll say like god it's not the best like i think you're kind of crazy for thinking it's the best movie ever but i think you'll like be like mm. i get it but it's not like you know anything mind blowing. Okay, I don't know. That's All just I'm getting impression. away from this is that you're like, oh yeah, this guy would love in Bruges. <laughs> yeah. This, in fairness, great movie. But this movie about you know a guy doing a bunch of drugs with dwarves and then killing a child and stuff like that. And I wouldn't appreciate the beauty of life. <laughs> to say i think you know it's all on the, on the presentation of that beauty but maybe you're more of a walter mitty type you know man walter mitty six out of five stars <laughs> that's a sentence no one's ever said before um but yeah anyway a good good old thing that i did <laughs> a good old thing that i did but i'm, I'm happy to hear it's getting love out there the, the trilogy as it should Mm, it certainly is too much love i dare say <laughs> i will say so two movies i watched 10 cloverfield lane you've Ooh, talked about it big banger spoilers for 10 cloverfield lane very very good uh i enjoyed it a lot it was scary thought the end like the very ending shot where like she just escaped with barely like barely escaped with her life and stuff like that and then she's like oh there's more people who need help i'm gonna go help them i'm like okay i mean just fucking go to safety bro uh <laughs> <laughs> do what any rational person would do here. <laughs> but otherwise, I really, really liked it. And the other movie I watched, which I really enjoyed as well, Memento. Oh, another banger. Another banger. I'd never seen it before. It kind of flew under my radar. Like, I, I knew of it somewhat, but I had no clue what it was about, something like that. Watched it. So good. The way, like, you know, like the backward storytelling and everything like that. Um, just very enjoyable. Super delightful. Um... I am the Mandarin uh, <laughs> performance. I'm glad that's what you remember. And from uh, yeah, that's that's all I got from it. Um, and a bit of a twist at the end as well. Yes. Um, overall, it's a great movie. I I really really enjoyed it. I sat there. I was like, 
constantly like because it's it's a very like you know it it's a very unconventional way of of telling the story. So I was sitting and sometimes maybe because I don't appreciate before sunset or before sunrise, <laughs> but sometimes when there's something that's like tries to be you know very different, I'm like okay, I kind of clock out a little bit. Like okay, this is trying too hard, mm. but it fit weirdly well. Uh, not weirdly, it just fit very well in the. In the, in the plot and the story and everything like that. So I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, no, two two bangers. You know what? Maybe you would enjoy Before Sunset if you're if you're out here giving them good reviews. I see, I, I, I see you reeling it in. <laughs> I see potential in your movie watching. Um, no, yeah, agreed. Those are those are both great. Also, spoilers for Ten Cloverfield Lane, but um, I'll put that oh, in before. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, two two bangers. Um, one not so banger, and I guess I'll just actually I. Won't even go that in depth here. Again, probably just like a five minute or minute one minute or. But um, Blue Beetle, um, the latest mm. DC superhero film, weirdly, and I, I guess I shouldn't be embarrassed to admit this, but I am kind of now. I was quite <laughs> excited for this. Um, <laughs> I was as well. It looked. I was weirdly kind of. Yeah, and like I've seen like you know we talked about. It. I saw like the Blue Beetle kind of Injustice games and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, yeah it seemed Blue like Beetle, a let's, fun let's character. Go cool you mm-hmm. know fun cast the trailers looked like <laughs> secretly the most excited you've been for a movie <laughs> in years this dc project no one's ever heard of <laughs> um but yeah it, no it, and it looked like you know it wasn't groundbreaking but it looked like sort of a, a throwback to kind of maybe late 2000s you know superhero movies sort of like mm. basic simple but fun and I guess it was yeah. that, but it was way more basic and way more simple and way less fun than I was expecting. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, it was like, I was just surprised because it got like quite good reviews, I think. And it was so, I mean, look, okay, it wasn't... Definition, definition of mid, if you will? Not even, it was so generic. I mean, it was like every, like literally, I saw it with Yassine and we walked out of it. And like the first thing he said, and you see, you know Yassine, he's not like the most... He's not like a very mean person or anything. He's not like he wouldn't no. necessarily go to like a criticism right away. And he kind of just went like, "Well, that was like every fucking superhero movie I've ever seen." <laughs> like, yeah, I know they do. Like, I mean, every trope, every superhero movie trope, every just like movie trope. It's sort of just yeah. like the most generic. Every joke you, I mean, like, look, it has like occasional funny moments, but like every joke you can kind of like count down to in your head. Like they do the classic like. There, he's about to kiss the girl, and then his goofy uncle walks in. Whoa! It's like you could literally, like, yeah, you're oh waiting God. for it to happen, and it's like, and his fucking, you know, spoiler alert, I guess. Blue Beetle turned blue baller. Sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert for Blue Beetle, but um, I assume you don't mind. <laughs> doesn't get his nut on because of his uncle. <laughs> no, no, the biggest else. Blue Beetle spoiler. <laughs> but, but his fucking dad might as well have, like, a I'm about to die sign on him. Like, you can, again, you can count down the, like, moment. You're like, and collapse right there. Good. But it's like, mm. I don't know. The thing is, it's the the main guy. He's, he's you know, charming and fun. He's, like, a classic kind of superhero casting. And, like, everyone in it is fine and fun and, you know, sort of likable. Like, all the characters are quite likable. And that's sort of what saves it from being, like, actually bad. Like, I think it's, like, okay... Um, and it has like it has some fun action in it. I think like they use the blue beetle suit sort of in fun ways in the action scenes. There's some well done stuff. But I mean, it's like watching the trailer. You think like, oh, this looks kind of like a Spider-Man movie. But like 
it's just all the Spider-Man movie tropes. It's all like it feels quite uh-huh. Iron Man in moments. It does like scenes you've seen in other films, like Iron Man. I don't know. It devolves into you know he fights a version of himself, you know, a villain who's basically him. And uh, man, it was just it got like actually quite boring towards the last act because it was so predictable and so basic. And I was mm-hmm. just like, man, it's fucking you know 2023. I thought it was gonna be like a throwback. <laughs> But instead, it was like... That's 2023, man. <laughs> it was like, it's 2023. Just let Blue Beetle get his nut on. <laughs> we've, like, we've made a lot of superhero movies by now. You can't just do, like, basically a fucking, you know... I guess maybe it's my fault for, like, thinking, oh, it'd be fun. It's going to be, like, a, you know, late 2000s superhero movie again. That'll be fun. And it, it was, but it's like, oh, man, we've done all these tropes for the past fucking two decades. Like, yeah, I don't know. It became, so, I don't know. Are you saying, like, if this uh, if this came out in, like, 2008, would this actually be a much better movie? Definitely, yeah. No, if this came out in 2008, I think this would be, like, people would be like, whoa, this new DC movie, it's, you know, it's fun, it's got this excitement. It's like, it's like a really kind of mid-tier MCU movie now, but, like, even more, mm. I don't want to say, like, <laughs> I don't want to say babyish because that's really fucking mean. But like, <laughs> I felt I felt like I was like, do you think I'm this fucking stupid? It felt like a Goo Goo Gaga movie. <laughs> that's so insulting to like uh, most people probably really enjoyed it. But it felt, <laughs> at, at certain points, I felt like it felt like a I fucking... looked around for my pacifier. <laughs> like it's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen next. Oh my god, that <laughs> happened. Whoa! And it's like, yeah, no shit. It's like I don't know, man. So look. It definitely has some fun in it, especially towards the start. It actually has quite a few funny moments at the start, and it's like it's got likable characters. But besides that, I would say a very missable movie, if I'm honest. I've got I've got a question for you though, right? Shoot. Take this movie, right? But then we're gonna alter one small thing. The uncle does not come in, and there's an extended <laughs> eight minute scene of Blue Beetle just going to Pound Town. <laughs> well, <laughs> does that does that change anything? Now in that the you review? put it like that, that would subvert my expectations heavily. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go a groundbreaking stuff from DC. <laughs> DC has taken a new step forward. Um, <laughs> this movie's on another fucking level. <laughs> Kevin Feige before who? sunset. Get out of here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was before Blue Beetle and after Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the turning point for modern cinema. Blue Beetle's vigorous sex scene last eight hours. It's not the movie Blue Beetle, it's the Blue Beetle movie sex scene. That's the pinnacle of cinema. Um, you know, you raise an interesting idea there. Maybe they should, they should take note of that. But uh, unfortunately, that did not happen. So here we are. <laughs> Release the Beagle Hudson cut. If you ever I come out of retirement for this one moment. <laughs> guys this is good but i could make it a lot better <laughs> but yeah that's uh, that's where i'm at with blue beetle so sorry everyone who enjoyed it okay not really for me mm. well i'm gonna hit you with something that i thought i was not gonna enjoy and in parts i was right mm. but at the same time i came away hating that i actually really enjoyed parts of it okay i am of course talking about the meg to the trend <laughs> god damn it Okay, all right. No, that's uh, you've had like a real um, Statham thing going lately. <laughs> two, two Statham movies. Yo, you good? <laughs> Yo, you got like a fetish or something? <laughs> um, so let's talk about it. It was one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right? Um, 
Do you mind if I spoil Go the nuts. Meg 2, the trench for you? You can, you, yeah, okay. you can do it. And I've not seen the Meg 1, so <laughs> okay. I kind of watched like a, a five minute recap and I was like, I didn't need to watch that because nothing really matters. Okay. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's, uh, there's this like the, the thermo, is it like, what's it, the thermo, the thermocline. The thermocline is this layer in the ocean and below it, they found out that all the Megs live, right? <laughs> of course. Obviously. And so if, if there and the thermocline is this layer of like hydrogen or something that keeps them from going up to our, you know, normal waters. And so if there's a breach in the thermocline, chaos happens. Mm. Of course. Now, what do you think happens in this movie? I don't say the thermocline is uh, is fine. I think <laughs> Statham just gives it a good old pat and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be correct, that was the movie. No, so <laughs> So they go down, then they find out that oh my god, like there's like the kind of head of the organization who's funding all this stuff and like the kind of like manager of it is actually evil. Mm. And so um she sent out another expedition to like mine for precious minerals or something like that down there. And they go down, they discover it, and then they set off a bomb that then to like try and kill Statham. Mm. But that bomb was gonna be so basically they're down there mining with like explosives, basically, right? Setting off the explosives to kinda like use that to mine. Then they try to use those explosives to kill Statham. Uh which then creates a hole in the thermocline. And they're like, oh shit, we messed up. But my only thing is that they were gonna use those explosives anyways. So I don't know mm. how <laughs> how they were not expecting the thermocline to be to be ravaged. Yeah. Um so, a little bit of a, a weird thing. Also, again, I don't fully know if this is right, but they're down in, like, 6,000 meters below, right? Crushing depths, right? Mm. And so they get to this, this kind of, like, base, and Statham's like, oh, shit, I need to, like, manually go out and... Because they're losing oxygen, basically. I need to go out and fix it, but I have to do it from the outside. And they're like, oh, no, Statham, you're going to get crushed by the pressure, right? He's like, no, I just need to empty my sinuses. Like, okay. <laughs> God, that's I, again. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's right, but I'm gonna, to me it didn't seem at least like the full scientific explanation, <laughs> right? And then there's just this like thirty second scene of Statham in water, just like super angrily puffing out blood out of his <laughs> nose, like and his sinuses, <laughs> <was> like <laughs> emptying his sinuses. It was like what's that going sounds on fucking here? awesome. Actually, it sounds like great. <laughs> this is actually super erotic. I'll have it. <laughs> And so then he, he manages to do it, but then he passes out, and then surprise, surprise, he wakes up with the villain dragging him, like, by the arm, taking him somewhere, right? Whoa. But one of the... One thing that I really had a bit of a qualm with in this movie is that... So the villain is, like, dragging an unconscious, unconscious Statham, right? The moment Statham wakes up, he immediately tries to kill Statham. Like, you could have just killed him in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so there's many kind of like plot holes like that. Um, then, surprise, surprise, some Megs escape. There's also a giant like Kraken that escapes. Mm. Um, and, you know, kind of generic Meg stuff happens. It's very, very average. It's okay. Um, my favorite character by far is, do you know the daughter in the first Meg movie? I've never seen the first Meg. Okay, well, there's, there's a daughter and her uncle, because her mom dies at the end of the first Meg, apparently. And that <laughs> uncle is kind of like, part of the spearheading of the operation and he's one of the good guys and i thought for sure that in the beginning of the movie because he's kind of he gives off the vibe of um 
the guy in Jurassic World, like the new owner of the park who like flies the helicopter. Mm. He gives off that vibe where it's like, oh yeah, you're definitely going to die. He's got a target painted on his back, as you said, right? Like the dad in Blue Beetle. And for the first half of that movie, he's like, oh, this guy's going to die heroically but stupidly or something like that. And then he, it almost happens a few times. And then suddenly it starts getting so ridiculous and he gets so incredibly nutty that I'm like, okay, there's literally no way this guy can die. And, and I was right because he just goes absolute ballistic in some scenes where he like jumps out of a helicopter and like tackles seven dinosaurs and then just like falls like, yeah, falls like 30 meters and it's just fine. So it was like, it goes from being like very like tense and on edge with him to him just being like this immortal god. Uh, but he had some very delightful kind of back and forth. There are some funny moments in it, but there's also some very, like, generic stuff. But overall, I I hate to say I did enjoy many moments of it. It does sound quite delightful. It does sound, dare I say, like I a think, Woody movie. I, I was going to say, I think if I watched this with my boy as a Woody movie, I think we would have had a, <laughs> like, a grand time. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear it lived up to the... Sort of, you know, the Statham rampage movie style expectations mm. of it. Um, and I was going to say something about Statham. Um, something about his em- emptying his sinuses. But yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it lived up to that. I was going to go see it with my mom because she's, I think I might have told you, inexplicably a really big fan of the first Meg movie for some reason. <laughs> That's such a, <laughs> such a freaky thing to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's weirdly really wholesome because like she's not really into like sort of you know bad movies like that like Rampage or Skyscraper but then she's just like oh the mm. Meg it was so stupid I loved it <laughs> the Meg Mwah. chef's kiss <laughs> yeah, so um, but maybe that's then worth us uh, going to see because that sounds sort of exactly like the vibe well um, I, uh, I'd recommend that you go see if she's a huge Meg fan <laughs> yeah I guess one should well good for good for Meg to state them emptying dem nostrils <laughs> Well, last one here on the list, a film we've both seen, and a film a little bit out of character for at least one of us to have seen, but a horror movie. Uh, I think, I, I dare say both of us. Yeah, well, you, you see, like, Evil Dead Rise and Smile and stuff, you know. You, you, that's true, you but that's there. only because I'm practically forced to. <laughs> that is fair. Um, well, I was practically forced to go to this as well, um, but we both saw Talk to Me, the new, I think, A24, maybe not, horror film uh, directed by... Uh, Rucka Rucka the Rucka Rucka Ali nope <laughs> wrong <laughs> Rucka Rucka definitely not him um, yeah what a no, redemption Rucka, Rucka, arc the, that would be that would be a crazy comeback <laughs> yeah, this terrible dude a, comes back and makes one of the best horror movies claimed cinema um, <laughs> but yeah Rucka Rucka they're a YouTube duo twins I think from Australia I think or New yeah. Zealand actually I've seen a few of their videos actually kind of delightful well i knew them mostly because i i think i saw a couple of their videos but i knew them mostly they helped out the sidemen with their more cinematic mm. videos because they did like cinematic type the stuff sidemen <laughs> the roast of the sidemen and they did stuff like where <laughs> ksi's flying and beating up everyone and running up a building yeah, and shit. exactly and, you know they seem to have like sort of especially for the youtube level quite you know like a stunt effects niche again that's all i just kind of gathered from their sidemen connections i never actually watched any of their content but seemed like also delightful dudes i've seen a couple interviews they seem like cool guys um so that was part of why i was excited for because i was like hey youtubers turned filmmakers that's sort of you know something i should be interested in Uh uh-huh i enjoy (laughs) that's gonna be me one day (laughs) and very good i you know quite good i think you liked it probably more than i did um but i liked it a lot 
I really, I thought it was actually maybe rivaled only and surpassed only by Get Out. I think it might have been the best horror movie I've ever seen. Wow, that is, <laughs> that is a statement. Okay. I think it was so good. I think, I think Get Out is better. Okay. Get Out is better. We should say, but, before anyone kind of like flips out in the comments, we're not, you know, I don't know, I think I speak for you as well. We haven't seen, you know, your, your Nightmare on Elm Streets, your, you know, Friday the 13th, sort of yeah, like okay. Exorcist, okay. all these classic horror movies before someone Yeah, okay, gets classic, like, old-timey horror movies I've not seen, but I do, I dare say I'd probably enjoy this more than, than them. That's fair. Just putting fair it out enough. there. Yeah, that's, that's you. Um, I, I ain't trying to crush your style here. So, sounds like you're crushing my style. <laughs> sounds like you're trying to harsh my mellow right now. <laughs> I don't know, I just thought it was so... Because it did, it did things that many other horror movies do... But that when I watch them, I find less effect. Like I don't find it super effective in the horror or scare of it. But this one, I don't know. It's very rare that a horror movie sticks with me after like watch it. Like I walk out, and I'm like, that actually was kind of, that's kind of freaky, you know. Kinda it was spooky like spooky and all. It was kind of spooky, you know. I thought it actually, and like I watched it with, with my girlfriend, and she's a an avid horror movie watcher, and she's like, I oh, you know, it is not scary, hereditary, mid, and stuff like that. <laughs> It's a really it's a a bang on impression, by the way. <laughs> yes. Also, passable <laughs> Pacino. <laughs> got the cadence of her voice down perfectly. Um, but um, she also watched that. She's like, that was kind of, you know, that kind of messed with my head a little bit. Well, I saw it with Yassine, who's also a big horror fan. And he had the same reaction where he was sort of, if I, I'm not saying he was more scared of it than me, but he was sort of, he was almost, he didn't know what to say afterwards. He was like, damn. I was, I don't. It was just, it was so good. It was such a, it was well acted. It was, it was grounded. It didn't try too much. Should we say spoilers? Um, we can say spoilers. Yeah, right, spoilers. Yeah, just so we can free flow. It was also so fucked up in parts with the kid bashing his head. Yeah, that was that was that was wild. Um, that that was pretty intense. Again, I like how I'm using Yasin as like a barometer for everything movie related. But again, mm. a big horror fan who I assume has seen some some things in his day as a horror fan, and um, <laughs> he's uh, he's been exposed to some shit. <laughs> and he was like, you know, really like taken aback. He was recoiling in his seat and everything. Because yeah, that that was mm. that was brutal. Um, yeah, no, I I agree. I think it was like a it's a great addition to this sort of modern day horror renaissance that's going on with, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the A24 stuff and like hereditary and midsummer and whatnot. Um, but it's just like a, a great premise. That's a great thing about like horror movies. You know, you can get these really interesting, you can do so much with a really interesting premise and um, yeah, it was very effective in, um, in its, in its spooks. Sorry, I started that sentence. I had no idea where it was going. I'm sorry. It was really effective in its spooks. I thought I would find something smart to say along the way, but I was just like, no, yeah, it was, I guess it was pretty scary. I guess. Nah, the, the spooks made me poo myself, I guess. Um, <laughs> going back to Blue Beetle, being like, goo goo gaga. This yeah. one had big spooks. Um, but the thing is also that I liked, because again, you know, I'm a big, uh, big wimp when it comes to horror movies. It was scary. It was my level of scary, where it was scary, but it wasn't like, I don't know, so fucked really? that I didn't. I don't know. I, I found it so fucked. Really? I mean, it was fucked, but it wasn't I mean, like. I guess there weren't like a ton <laughs> of jump scares. I don't know. Like I thought, I didn't. I, it was definitely scary, but it wasn't like again. I fucking hate that like you know jump scare the nun bullshit. And I thought it was just. I guess because it was a little bit more clever than that. I guess because also I cared about the characters. It made it more, like, yeah. interestingly scary than just, like, jump in your seat kind of scary, you know? No, I, I agree, yeah, because, I mean, the jump scares... I, 
almost every single jump scare gets me, mm. right? I'll be like, ah, but that'll just be in the moment, right? Whereas this one, I a lot of the time I was sitting with like my hands over my hands over my eyes a little bit, kind of like looking through my fingers because there was this like weird like super intense atmosphere, just like this tension throughout most of the movie, right? Where I felt like anything could happen at any moment, right? And I thought it was done really, really well. Where I think I was like, the nun is like, you know when you're safe mm. and you don't need to worry about jump scares. That's like, true. You know, when they're talking like, af- right, like right after a jump scare in the nun, you're like, okay, whew, breathe out. Whereas this one, the entire time pretty much for me was just like, I was on edge and it was unnerving and stuff like that. That's fair. Again, I should clarify... Um, I do watch all horror movies like that, so I mean, my opinion mm. on how scary it was doesn't really count because I was like not watching. <laughs> I saw it half the time. maybe fifteen percent of the <laughs> yeah, movie. I mean, not even kidding, like probably, but yeah, it wasn't even that fucked, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I missed every <laughs> bro. <scare>. The movie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you slept through it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. There. Bro, that shit was fine. <laughs> I thought weirdly the scariest moment to me. I don't know why, but I think this is. There's always been something like this in like in this kind of moment in movies always kind of gets me when they she the kid is in the hospital and she like asks to see where he is and whether it's a trick by the demons or whatever. But she sees him being like tortured by the demons. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I almost dropped something. She sees the kid being tortured by like all those fucking hands all over him and shit. Like that kind of like vision and stuff. Yeah, that shit freaked me out because I think anything like that they do that in some movies sometimes where it's like. A character, I think maybe doing Coraline or I don't know, but a character, especially like a kid character, is being like held in a like evil dimension or something, and like bad shit is happening to them. And just imagining like, especially a kid being like in that scenario, just like I don't know, that really freaks mm. me out for some reason. Um, okay, it's kind of a really specific moment, but for some reason that's the one that like kind of got to me All most. Right. Yeah, I mean the thing I kind of liked as well is that it was because you know some some horror movies like The Conjuring universe and stuff like that i feel like it's very much like they're very uh open about the fact that oh you know i need to call an exorcist Mm. it's very kind of like on the nose with it whereas this one because of the kind of grounded way the movie was done and like the kind of i thought it appealed quite well to like people our age and the way yes like the portrayals um and how like the horror part or like how it goes around with like the social media stuff like like, oh is it real no way and then people doing it and stuff like, like almost as if it's a high um not that i do any drugs but mm. it was you know it, it felt a bit more relatable and in that way it came across as a more subtle way of doing it which i really like because i think one of the things that is a bit of a turnoff for me in in a lot of like yeah like the conjuring and stuff like that is that it's so on the nose about oh something bad's happening i'm just gonna call an exorcist and then a bunch of scary shit's gonna happen to them and then they'll solve it and that's it right yeah no i i totally agree and i think it not only it made the characters more relatable. It made it easier to get into the story. It It's that fine line where movies that involve kind of like social media and like teenagers and like sort of, I don't know, phones, that kind of stuff. It can always get really cringy because you can tell like it's someone who has mm-hmm. no fucking clue what that's like. And I think that probably actually helps having, you know, YouTuber directors because they can kind of yeah. understand that more. And it made it really feel like, like something you know, you or I could see on our fucking, I don't know, Snapchat, whatever. Like, it felt like... Yeah. And you can see why they wouldn't call anyone about it. Like, it felt... Because, you know, it felt like kind of a real thing, so, like, people wouldn't really get it, and they also don't really know what it is and whatnot. Um, yeah. yeah. I, did, I, I think in that situation, I would almost... 
in any horror movie situation, I would always tell someone about what's Oh, happened. yeah, definitely. But I, I, by horror movie standards, I feel like it was a less egregious no, version. It's, it's no, okay. it's a lot more realistic in the way they handle things. I also liked, like, the characters, or even, like, when I didn't really like them that much, but I, like... <laughs> so, I fully thought you were going to be like, I also love the Sidemen shout-out in the movie. <laughs> yeah, just super serious. I also thought it was a really good inclusion, having Rodashaw there. Um... <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that. They do have a KSI Sidemen Rodashaw moment. They do. Which is... A little, little Easter egg. Pretty epic. Um, but, yeah, I like I liked the characters. I was invested in the characters and what happened to them. Um, I just... Yeah, it was a really cool premise. Also, this might be a weird thing to say, but the fact that it was set in Australia, I don't know, weirdly gave it, like, kind of a slightly unique feeling. I feel like I haven't seen mm-hmm. many horror movies set in Not Australia. Not many Australian... Or yeah, movies I mean, in general. Movies that, yeah, movies in general. And they run over a kangaroo or whatever, and that was kind of a... I mean, it's not funny, but it was sort of a funny twist on, like, the they hit an animal in a horror movie thing. Yeah, it's a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the opening. I thought the opening was really fucking intense with the, the brother, you know, and he stabs mm-hmm. himself and whatnot. And, uh, and I fucking yeah. loved the ending. The ending really sealed it for me. The ending was so good. Just, like, a really clever way to tie it all back together. I will say, like, the the main thing that I didn't really like about it is I did find it logically a little inconsistent and confusing at times which doesn't break a movie like this but when it when there were moments where i was sort of wondering like is because there's there's an element of you're supposed to wonder like what are the demons trying to get them to see and get them to do and what are they just Mm -hmm. doing because they want to and at a certain point it's sort of I got a little bit lost in that. I was like, wait, but why would the demon want to do that? Or is is that the demon? And less so, like, in the movie sense, where it was like, oh, my God, what's real, what's not? And more so, like, I'm actually confused what's happening right now, and it's sort of making it less scary or engaging. There were a yeah. couple of moments like that throughout, and that kind of brought it back a little bit for me. But that's really okay. my only I, I, main I, complaint. I can see what you mean. I just think that, for me in, in general, with uh, with horror movies, I think I've just kind of given up on trying to actually figure out what the like the goal of the demons are unless it's like specifically stated right like because so much random stuff happens where they're like suddenly there they could kill you but ah they're gonna go away or something like that right what i think is like more just immersing yourself in the scare factor that's happening rather than be like oh is this like are they faking it do they want this to happen is this like a, a trick you know stuff like that i think i didn't do that as much in this movie, like, I, I didn't really think about, like, oh, is this a trick? Is this, you know, I was just like, oh, this is definitely the demon doing something, no matter, like, the kind of intention behind it. Um, mm. And so I, did, I don't think that took away too much from me. Fair enough. No, that, that's that's totally fair. Um, I will say um, also the... So, but go I was going to say the, like, sort of drug metaphor I thought was, you know, kind of clever. And then at times maybe a little sort of on the nose. Um, mm-hmm. But... I don't know, it was still, like, an interesting angle to take. Um, but, yeah, a couple times I felt a little, like, sort of down your throat. Like, it's a metaphor for drugs. Like, look, they made the little kid do it, now it's bad. <laughs> Get it! And, You're getting high! Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, still, I, I still thought, like, premise-wise, that was quite an interesting, you know, way to take a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, go yeah. ahead. But, but so you, you say, you, dare I say, you scoffed. <laughs> I don't think I used... When I said, this is one of my favorites <laughs> okay. of all time. yeah. What, which which other one? Because you've given it high praise here. What which other ones would you say are better, apart from Get Out? Um, now I'm trying to think of what horror movies I've seen. I mean, I know this will be a, a scoff from you, but um, I mean, Midsummer is a big, 
mid shout from me. Um, it's in the name, sir. Midsummer. <laughs> I don't know if the lighthouse counts as a horror movie, but I'd probably go that up there. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe Secret Life of Walter Mitty or something. <laughs> I mean, that might be the scariest shit I've ever seen. He got attacked by that shark. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Again, I've seen very few horror movies, so I'm not at all qualified to give like a horror movie opinion. But I don't know. I, I guess it just kind of caught me off guard. But I okay. I, I scoff okay. at you. Not that was the worst way I could have phrased that. <laughs> like a Shakespearean actor. Like I just recently said, Before Sunset is my favorite movie of all time. You know what I mean? So yeah. Which dare I say you gave <laughs> so me some, say? some scoffs in return. You gave me some sort of <laughs> passive aggressive. Now you it's say true. this is the I'm best being... <laughs> movie ever, and I've let it slide. So let's just okay, fine. Get fine, reminded fine. of that. You're calling me out on my hypocrisy, <laughs> but uh, at the same time, I'll call myself on the hypocrisy because I say that fully unironically, and so you are entitled to say this fully unironically. So you know we Thank move. You. Thank you. But overall, I would say. Good job, Rucka Rucka, not Ollie. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the movie very much. I thought it was spooky, scary, interesting, and good. <laughs> I thought it was good, scary, interesting, and good. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I agree. One of the best horror movies of all time. No, I would Go say on. your favorite of all time. Stick no, to no, your no, gun, no, sir. You're- no, Get Out is my favorite, but this one right uh, after. All right, all right, all right. Um, well, with all that said, it is now time for... The Dumb News. This isn't anything too relevant, but it's just kind of a funny headline if I stop right after the quotation okay. mark. <laughs> this is from fandomwire.com. Quote, all the oxygen had just been sucked out. One hundred percent is penis. <laughs> yeah. So you can just uh. Or it, it's it's a Statham sinus kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he blows all the air out via that hole. Uh, but no, the whole the whole headline is all the oxygen had just been sucked out. Jack Nicholson delivered his iconic scene in one take with Tom Cruise that even left Bruce Willis speechless. What a random inclusion! <laughs> I didn't expect that. That's like. I'm like reading this, I'm thinking like, oh, a few good men, whatever. And then it's like, Bruce Willis was freaked out. And I'm like, he was not in that movie. But um, did you see that Quentin Tarantino wants to bring back Bruce Willis for a movie? I did not. That seems kind of in that seems... poor taste. Well, that's what I said. Didn't he like, retire well, he said, like, for like, health just... reasons? Well, yeah, that's, that's what he says. So he's like, I really want to give homage to him by bringing him in for a small role in one of my movies. Like... Uh, Quinton, I think uh, you're, I think you're missing the point yeah, here. I mean, I guess it's a sweet sentiment, but also that's, I don't know about that one, Quinton. Like, it's a, <laughs> that's fucking fucked. <laughs> if someone's like, if a, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an appropriate metaphor here, but like, I don't know. It could, it could be like that really stupid thing they did for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't remind people I accidentally said that one time. That's my bad. Okay, I'm still apologizing d- d- for it. Didn't love the ice magic. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm so- I didn't know. I'm, so- I'm sorry. The real reason BHL Hudson quit. <laughs> yeah. He was forced out. <laughs> Retiring from the game with my tail between my legs. Um. Anyway, I'll be honest. I'm not going to read this article, but you can go read it if you want, I guess. Bruce Willis was probably impressed by A Few Good Men, and as was Tom Cruise. Who knows? You can read the article. Um, now, we are going to go... <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Uh, I mean, to be fair, again, if it's like 
safe and good and fine, then I guess it's like a sweet thing from Quentin. It's like a nice idea, but also, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it seems, I, mean, I doubt he'd do it if it's <laughs> yeah. not safe. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. He throws retired Bruce Willis into the jungle. He wants a Tropic Thunder-esque scenario. Yeah. But I don't know. It does feel, yeah, sort of like a weird shout. Just again, I haven't seen anything. I've just heard you say it just now. But it feels like a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a missing the <laughs> it's point. It's just a lie bit. I made. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Jesus, we're now gonna go to the announcements and such. Let's do the comments. Ooh. Let's do the comments. Joe sees says, I think John Krasinski would be a great Captain America. And the poorly planned pod clip says he would be great as Cap. And Josie says, agreed. Um, yeah, I. Yeah. Just, just a consensus there, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not nuts about it, but I think he could be. He could be pretty good, actually. Never mind. I've convinced myself yeah. in this one sentence. Al Feld says, <laughs> "This reminds me of the failed topic you originally had for Pod 18, where you were supposed to recast the DCEU with MCU actors, but instead spent 20 minutes laughing at pictures of Cheats, Renner, and Michael Rooker." <laughs> I have no memory of this, but that's so funny that like God. someone else remembers we did that. Oh man! I love I love the fact that because I mean in fairness I think a lot of people they'll be going back and listening to some of these. For us, this is like six years <laughs> ago, right? And they're like literally doing callbacks to it. I'm like, yeah. damn, no memory of this, but that does sound like something we would do, and that is a uh, that's kind of awesome. So, well, thank you for reminding me of that, Al. Uh, and the poorly planned podcast clip says, "Look at the big brain on Brad," which I assume is in reference to Al's memory there. So. Go, Al. Um, <laughs> Josie says, you should do this for the DCEU as well. Extremely fitting because of the reboot. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that is actually way more appropriate that we would have done that. Good shout. ZJ says, <laughs> <laughs> huge missed opportunity. <laughs> Enjoyable way to spend my afternoon. Agree with BHL at the beginning about Forrest Gump. More like Forrest Mid. Sorry, I was the one who confused God. before sunset, Damn before it. sunrise. Some could say this podcast, what a done. And this comment section, what a fucking disaster. <laughs> hashtag bussy done. Hashtag before midnight. Hashtag Ooh. poorly planned pod is knuff. Hashtag FDK the bone collector. Hashtag BHL boomer slayer. So we've picked up right where we left off last time. BHL boomer slayer. <laughs> uh, Josie says... The announcements and such are always my favorite part of the pod because I love the absolute insanity of the comments have become. Before the comments were all nice, and now we've just constantly made bussy and peacemaker jokes, and it gets me in a laughing fit every single time. Hashtag Freddy's bussy hour. Hashtag <laughs> sweaty Freddy and the BHL boomer. Hashtag I am done. I don't even want to think about what Freddy's bussy hour would entail. <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> Shelf Enthusiast says, I almost feel bad for how unhinged the comment sections have been the past few months, but then again, they do lead to some of the funniest moments in the pod. Also, great topic. I would love to see this done with other franchises. Wonderful, fun episode. I listen to most of these episodes at work, and during the Bone Collector rant, I genuinely was struggling so hard not to burst into laughter. Also, I recently watched the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and it's a bit of a shout, you know. It's by the same director as The Mitchells vs. The Machines, and has a very similar vibe. Definitely worth checking out. Hashtag bussy never dies. Hashtag we're sorry. Um, well, apology appreciated, but... Um, <laughs> but not accepted, it seems. <laughs> I actually... I did not know it was by the Mitchells versus the Machines directors. That's a... I thought it looked quite fun, the okay. Ninja Turtles movie. It looked like a bit of a shout, you know. Yeah, it um, just, so doesn't look bad. I could I could be definitely convinced to see that, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> apology appreciated. 
no, thank you. And I'm glad you enjoyed the episode. Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Ben Stiller-esque work. Thank you, Daniel. No. What a compliment. The, <laughs> um, that's the most genuine thank you, Daniel, you've ever said. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this was such a great episode. Reminded me a lot of the old episode of the podcast back in 2017, 2018. So big W. But the fact that BHL doesn't love Forrest Gump is a big L. But the fact that Freddie does is a big FDKW. Damn, mm. that's how it goes. True, um, true. Here are some of my recasts for the MCU. Iron Man, Colin Farrell. You, you know what? Not the worst shout that's I've heard. Not, not a bad shout, actually. Um, although I'm starting to think these might... Uh, no, these are, these are generally, I think, unironic. I don't know. Captain America, John Krasinski. Loki, Max Greenfield. <laughs> I can, I can kind of see it, you know. Nick Fury, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> uh, okay. Doctor Strange, Johnny Depp. All right. Oh yeah, I can see that. Shang Chi, a young Jackie Chan. I can kind of see it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to name a few, I but I do think Meds, m- Meds. <laughs> I do think Mess Mason would be a great Loki. I do think Meds. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus Christ, no. Hashtag BHL waits Harrison to die. Hashtag I'm so sorry. That is not an accurate hashtag. Hashtag stop FDK abuse. Hashtag play the anime intro. Hashtag no one can replace Cheetle. Hashtag BHL. Hashtag FDKW. Hashtag Bussy. Hashtag Jesus Christ! No, I I refuse to read out this. this no, one. please let me hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag BHL loves to eat that Harrison bussy. Hashtag FDK's king. BHL is ageist. Well, this is a. Uh, I almost rescind my thank you, Daniel. But you did say Ben Stiller-esque, so I'll allow it. BHL wants to eat the Harrison bussy. <laughs> Hanson says... The Harrison Bussy sounds like a fancy hotel chain. <laughs> God, I would not eat there. Um, <laughs> I would sleep there, though. <laughs> Anson says, totally fair on calling Bar- calling my Barbie take an L, but I don't know, man. I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard at a movie. So many scenes that absolutely killed me. Don't let us bring you down. T- say we're an L. Give, a- give it back. Don't don't let us... Yeah, don't, don't, let don't, us- don't be making us feel bad, because whenever someone agrees with us... <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. So say, fuck you guys, you're in an L take. Um, yeah, exactly. I stopped caring about the patriarchy when I realized it wasn't about horses. Gold, in my opinion. That was a very good line, to be fair. Also, sorry for mm. the bizarre amount of typos on my Spirited Away comment. It was excruciating to hear red back. Uh, all good. I don't actually remember that, but uh, being full of typos. But yeah, all good. And again, don't let us bring you down. This is a, a supportive community of movie takes. Exactly. Okay? We all are L takes here. Um Except for me. Right? Jack says, John Stamos is Iron Man, Hulk Hogan is Thor, Vince Vaughn is Ant-Man, Denzel Washington is Nick Fury. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Hulk Hogan is Thor. I assume you mean modern day Hulk Hogan. Um... (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, Vince Vaughn is Ant-Man. You know, younger Vince Modern Vaughn. Modern day Hulk Hogan is Thor. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is Ant-Man, though, you know, especially back in like 2008 or something. Not, not a bad shout. Um, yeah. Cal W says, the person who started the bussy movement doesn't even know what their words have done to us. Hashtag now I am become bussy, the destroyer of worlds. And Josie says, hashtag the bussy that started it all. Hashtag the bussy is real. And then Shelf Enthusiast says, hashtag the bus don't stop. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> whoever wrote that sign on my college campus that just said, I heart bussy, they, they didn't know they were... God, Ironically, they find were, them and, and then just show them a few episodes. Yeah, they were reaching a, you know, a far greater... They've reached all around the world now. <laughs> uh, the Poorly Planned Podcast clip says, hashtag BHL is ageist. So that's, that's something. <laughs> Josie says, hashtag BHL Hudson. That's pretty good. Ooh, that's pretty good. Poorly Planned Podcast very angry. <laughs> Clip says, hashtag BHL's Harrison's mortal enemy. Uh, <laughs> Josie says, hashtag BHL betrays indie. Poorly planned podcast clip says, hashtag BHL waits for indie to... Sorry, BHL waits indie dead. Josie says, hashtag BHL hated Ghostbusters because of old Bill Murray. <laughs> podcast clip says, hashtag Bill Murray is BHL's daddy. Josie says, hashtag BHL stands for Bill Murray, Harrison Ford, and Ludacris. <laughs> and finally... Daniel says Beatrice waits that Bill Murray bussy. So this is, ha. Huh. <laughs> Damn. That's, so yeah, uh, I don't know how Bill got dragged into this. Bill Murray, Harold Ford, and Lucas. <laughs> yeah. That's um, such a random sprinkle of delight in that sentence. <laughs> I did also recently watch Groundhog Day, and Bill Murray was quite delightful in it, but I would not go so far to say... <laughs> I did enjoy Ludacris in it. <laughs> I would not say hashtag Bill Murray is BHL's daddy. Also, I fucking love Harrison Ford. He's like one of my favorite actors. I hate that now. Pick up <laughs> hashtag BHL's he, Harrison's mortal enemy. He used to be. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, oh my god. Okay, we'll do it next time. But we have to tell the Croatia story about the old lady. We do. Because that's kind of... I mean, I hate how it paints me, but in light of these comments, it will be really funny. So next time. Yeah. Stay tuned until next time. It, it, it's I mean, fair is, Okay, well, yeah. We need to get some comments going about his ageism then, guys. So <laughs> no, we do not. We absolutely do not. Connor Beer says, I know no one cares, but this was recorded on my birthday, so that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> no. <I'm> t- <laughs> Hashtag he knows my bussy. Horrible. <laughs> Super horrible. <laughs> and Josie says... Hash- no, Josie just says, happy bus day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that aside um happy God. birthday and gc green says funnily enough cruz's performance as jerry Maguire weirdly mimics the progression of tony stark in iron man a money-hungry businessman who works to be more human and eventually falls for his assistant could have worked although it's for the best because cruz likely would have insisted on practical flying scenes and ultimately jump off a building in a hulking metal suit can definitely see yeah. that happening and i um, see that happening <laughs> yeah i am uh I very much want to watch Jerry Maguire. That is high on my list. So, yeah. Mm. But um, great stuff. Thank you for all the comments. We're gonna check the fan page right quicko. I believe there's been some there's been some activity if I if I'm not mistaken. No, surely not. I believe so. <laughs> there has. So I don't know if we did this one last time, but it really fucking got me. Um, <laughs> it's Simon Pegg when the waiter asks if he's finished, but instead of finished, he says a word that means the same thing. It's a picture of Simon says it says. He knows my name. <laughs> so that's very, very so good. good. BHL when he sees a hashtag in the comments. And it's a picture from Lord of the Rings where he goes, so it begins. <laughs> About to charge into battle. Very accurate. So good. <laughs> um, when BHL Hudson goes to the gym, BHL Swolson. It's a picture of my face photoshopped on top of a bodybuilder. Um Okay, this they is... need to pick you up after all the ageism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to get a new trend going that's, like, less putting me down. <laughs> then, after my retirement thing, um, he posted, I think, from the last John Wick movie, um, Never Thought I'd See the Day. Yeah, 
that was that was a mm-hmm. man, yeah yeah and then this yeah. i have not seen this yet but i'm gonna watch this i do see Ooh. simon Pegg's face saying it knows my name but let's see okay I'm saying it knows who I am, but it's in beautiful 4K, and it's just his absolute <laughs> what? Okay. horrific face. I, I assume they released the clip or something, but man, he is, he's horrified. Let's see here. <laughs> it knows who I it am. It knows who I am. <laughs> it knows my name. <laughs> um, but thank you, Kian, all hilarious memes, and thank you for all the comments, everyone. Uh, just good stuff all around. So, that was the episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of the movies we talked about and the episode. Um, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating, a nice review. Tell your friends about the pod. Maybe they'll like it. You can find me on Instagram, BHL underscore Hudson, Ooh. and Letterboxd, real BHL Hudson. Uh, you can still find the YouTube channel. There's a, there's a back catalog, right? BHL Hudson. Guys, you can still watch the fucking long video. <laughs> I need some cash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Damn. Can I just say, in like the span of a month, you've... <laughs> I've really slimmed down two, that outro. Two, two, two of your ads. Yeah, three. Also the TikTok. You can find me on Twitter, aka X, at FDK underscore adult sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. You can also find me on youtube at fdk underscore no i've messed that up you can also find me on letterbox at fdk underscore thwilms and on youtube at fdk space gaming thank you very much for listening and we <laughs> frantic will... dabbing <laughs> we'll see you next time